Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. Today I'm sitting down with Trinity, who is the founder of Gold. So Gold is a wellness brand that is currently specializing in turmeric tonic blends. Um, They're based out of Brooklyn. On today's episode, we kind of just get into the importance of natural medicine, some of her favorite rituals, how it's like working alongside her partner, which I found super interesting, Um, her thoughts about social media and its current state, and definitely what's next for the brand, because I know that they do have a few cool things in the pipeline for 2019. Just a side note, this is my first time like recording remotely. Sound was not 100%, so I'm kind of just like letting you know in advance. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode and don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you soon. This episode of Lemon Water is brought to you by my friends at Vitruvi. Vitruvi is an essential oils company that's built by and designed for women. With the focus on sophisticated natural living, their products are super versatile and you can use them to customize your beauty, body, and home rituals. Their stone diffuser in particular is super beautiful, with each one being crafted like a design piece for your personal space. I have the white one, it lives on my nightstand and I'm kind of in love with it. If you're interested in dabbling in essential oils, but also want products that will look good on your shelfie, Vitruvi melds these two worlds together. If you want to give them a try, use code LEMONWATER to get 20% off your purchase at Vitruvi.com. Hi, Trinity. How are you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> like we spoke about it before, but I just hit record now. Um, guys, this is my first time recording like remotely, so bear with me if I mean audio is not that great. Um, so I do apologize. But Trinity is one of the founders and owners of Goldie. I'm saying that right. Yeah. Actually, we do gold, but uh, we gold. get a, we get a lot of Goldie, so I sort of answer to either one. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So um, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like, I mean, right now, how many, you have like three or four flavors? Yeah. So essentially, um, Gold is a wellness brand and we do a variety of different like ingestible products that um, can just make your life a little bit better and easier. Um, So right now we have um, these three different SKUs that are all sort of in the turmeric tonic blend category. So they're um, turmeric-based powders you can add to your morning routine, be it smoothies, water, milk, um, and are just going to sort of boost, uh, you know, anti-inflammatory defenses and and help with everything from skin to, to gut health. Yeah, I would also say that it is super easy how it's like a pre-blend that's made for you because I know a lot of people kind of get overwhelmed when they need to kind of make their own tonics. Yeah. Um, and it's great. It's kind of, it's already done for you and all you need to add is either your water or if some people prefer almond milk or oat milk, like you just go ahead and do that, which is super easy and great and convenient for people on the go as well. That's what I would yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really like our, yeah. our biggest goal with the business is trying to take this act of wellness and making it as approachable and easy as possible and, and letting people know that they don't have to completely disrupt their their natural routine. It's really just about adding it into what you're already doing and, and feeling that different. Yeah. So why don't we just kind of get into how you got started with something like this? Because I know 
when you're creating like not even a brand, but also a wellness brand, it's something, especially when I, I think wellness, it's something that you kind of do on your day to day. And it's something that's already been so instilled. So why don't we not only talk about how you got started, but I know when we first met, we kind of spoke about how your upbringing had so much influence on like mm-hmm. what you're doing right now. So why don't we go into that first? Yeah. So, um, I was raised by, um, a single parent who was dealing with an autoimmune disease. So my mom has rheumatoid arthritis. Um, for anyone who's not familiar, um, it's basically a condition where your immune system is attacking your own joints. Um, so growing up, she was on disability, um, and, and basically just wasn't able to, to lead a full life. Um, And when I was, I guess, around like my teen years, um, my mom switched over to seeing a more holistically minded physician and noticed a massive improvement in her symptoms. They were able to wean her off of a lot of the really nasty steroid medications and other drugs that were essentially working by shutting down her immune system. Um, So not necessarily what you want. Um, so basically over, you know, a few weeks of, of seeing this doctor, she saw the types of improvement that I didn't know were possible. Um, and this is, you know, someone who had been through surgeries and, and steroid injections and all sorts of, you know, really nasty treatments. So, um, it was really eye opening for both of us. And I think especially for myself. And so, um, having seen that, I, I sort of decided, okay, I think this is my path. I had always been really, really interested in wellness and herbalism and holistic health. But this was the first time that I was seeing pretty much firsthand the power of it um, Mm -hmm. and how it could really make a difference when it was blended in with Western medicine. So um, from that moment, decided that I was going to be pre-med. So went down to um, NYU for college and, uh, you know, was, was studying there um, to be a physician. So I was pre-med there. Um, and then around, I guess, like my junior or senior year of college, I heard from my mom that she had had to stop seeing this doctor, um, even though she was seeing really great results. Um, unfortunately, she truly could not afford it. She was going broke from seeing him. And, you know, in the U.S., those sorts of treatments, alternative treatments, um, are just not covered by insurance. So, yeah. I sort of had this moment of internal reckoning at that point of, okay, am I going to move forward and and go to med school and and continue on uh, my journey, which would really just be to practice holistic care for those who can afford it? Um, Or am I going to try to do something to fix the U.S. medical insurance industry? Um, And neither of those things seemed super appealing to me at the time. So uh, following graduation from college, I sort of fell into a career in marketing. Um, So ended up joining a stage tech startup uh, on the marketing team and absolutely loved it. Um, It was such a cool opportunity to work with a small team and, you know, work with the head of design and the CEO and, and just kind of get thrown into that whole world. And so... From there, I found that I really loved brand building, um, but still had a very strong interest in holistic health and and how we could really make that more accessible to people. So um, sort of knew that I wanted to start something entrepreneurial, um, 
I was lucky enough to have exposure to small business via um, my boyfriend, who's also uh, my, my co-founder now. So his parents own a candle company um, in the town where we were both raised. And so we both sort of had that window into entrepreneurship and, and what it could look like to work together. So it all sort of formed very naturally. Um, but, you know, long story short, it was really about looking at um, my own experience in the wellness space and, and feeling that brands today um, weren't quite getting it um, when it comes to the like accessibility and, and approachability piece um, mm-hmm. and really just wanting to deliver that to a, a much larger audience. So I can talk way more about that, but that's the like long story, still kind of long um, yeah. of how I, I got started. <laughs> well, yeah, that's definitely a lot, but you could definitely see how you came from like also kind of a branding background and how that definitely helped grow your brand because mm-hmm. I mean, it just speaks to like the branding on your side. I think you guys kind of like hit it on that head like pretty well, Um, especially when I say like it's so simple. And I think people kind of get scared with when it comes to Tumark because people don't know how to take it. And I think I even told you for me, like I was like, okay, like I'm too overwhelmed with knowing how to cook with this. So I'm just going to take the actual capsules. And then when you take the actual capsules, I later learned that you, your body actually doesn't absorb it as well as if you actually ingest it with your food. So mm-hmm. why don't we kind of get into like, just a side note for people who aren't really familiar with turmeric and all of its healing properties, um, just into as much as it is like an anti-inflammatory, just kind of about the benefits and also the importance of like a holistic and natural medicine, how, you know, the earth has given us like so many different herbs and spices and how they do, they, they, they can help us. And like, we kind of don't need to go to like our nearest drugstore to kind of take like an Advil or something that is sold to us. And we can use other forms of medicine. I feel like that was like a five part question. So why don't we just talk about turmeric because I know you're an expert in that. Yeah. um, So turmeric is sort of um, what got me really inspired to start an ingestible wellness company. So um, I first got into turmeric through my mom. Um, She was taking it because it was so anti-inflammatory. And um, so I just sort of started messing around with putting like the whole root of it in my smoothies and juices and noticed it was really, really good for my skin and my immune system and digestion. And that's where it all sort of started to click. So turmeric, it's a root in the ginger family. Um, It's known for being super anti-inflammatory. And what's so interesting about that is it can really help anyone because it just sort of depends on where the inflammation is located in your body. most even Western doctors agree at this point that inflammation is at the root of most, if not all, disease. So whether you're having, you know, gut issues, skin issues, even mood disorders, it's all sort of tied back to inflammation. And so what turmeric can essentially do is balance out that inflammation so that mm-hmm. it's back at a more healthy level. And so you'll notice those really impressive um, differences actually quite quickly. And um, I was actually excited that you mentioned that piece about the Advil um, because we have um, actually um, someone who uses our product every day and has mentioned that it helps a ton with um, 
their like tennis elbow. Um, yeah. like just like an injury from doing too much, you know, sports. So yeah. like this person, this basically they used to have to take, I think it was aspirin or Advil every single day. Um, and now they're just taking our original blend in the morning. So it really is powerful to see what type of almost like instant results you can get from integrating anti-inflammatory foods uh, into your routine. I'm sure their liver is also thanking them for that as well. (laughs) Yeah, that's another huge benefit of turmeric. It's really, really good for the liver. Yeah, and I feel like myself like I kind of just used it as like a post-workout thing so I wouldn't be like limping all over mm-hmm. the place after Barry's boot camp but it's interesting when yeah. you about skin because I know a lot of people even use it for like face masks mm-hmm. so that's literally amazing um <laughs> why don't we also kind of get into you are one of like the busiest people that I know I will say that <laughs> Um, straight up <laughs> we had this conversation before um why don't we talk about your yeah. morning routine and kind of like how you set the tone for the day, because I know you're a business owner and you work with your partner, so it can get a lot throughout the day. But what do you do? Like, what's your favorite ritual when you wake up? Yeah. So I'm a like extreme morning person. My brain basically shuts down at like 7 PM. So I have to, anything that I want to do um, be it like something that is for work or just like for pleasure needs to be done like in the morning hours, ideally. Um, so I get up like before the crack of dawn, especially now that it's winter time. Um, so I'm usually up around five 30 and, um, from there, I mean, generally I'll just sort of like get up, do some light stretching. Um, if it's a workout day, I'll just go for like a little jog around my neighborhood. I honestly don't do any super intense exercise right now because frankly, I don't have the time. Um, I know I could make time for it, but I think that in general, it's about striking a balance of what you want to prioritize. And I've been in places in my life where I've been able to prioritize getting in like a super sweaty workout, um, you know, almost every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now I'm, you know, prioritizing other things. So I just try to make sure that I'm moving my body, um, which is so important for me, um, not just physically, but also emotionally and, and, you know, for mental health. So um, if I'm going out for a little jog, I'll do that. then once I get home, uh, the first thing I do truly is, is make, um, a cup of gold. So I'll just do any of the three blends, usually in the morning, either original or matcha. Uh, I like the matcha cause it gives me a little bit of clean energy boost. So I'll just do that powder with hot water. Um, if I'm feeling fancy, I'll add some lemon and, and maybe a little bit of raw honey, but honestly, most of the time it's, it's just that with hot water and, What I really like about that to start my day is, first of all, it's got all the anti-inflammatory goodness that we already talked about, but it also has um, coconut milk powder in it. So, you know, essentially just coconut milk minus the water. And um, so that's actually, it gives it a richness, even when the the powder is just mixed with hot water Mm -hmm. and sort of keeps you full for the next like hour or so until you're actually like ready to have some sort of food. Um, so that's generally how I get started. Um, then from there, I'm 
immediately glued to my phone for better or for worse, checking emails, checking social, um, reading the New York Times app, which is like my happy moment. Um, <laughs> it's like the, the realities of adulthood and settling yeah. in. Um, do you, but yeah, so there, what was that? Do you listen to the daily podcast? Yes. Okay. Of course. And it's not um, the best way to set the tone for the day, but I mean, you got to be faced with reality sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will, I switch it up. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do like every once in a while it's the podcast, but like oftentimes I'll just be like watching all the video content on there, but I always make sure to just sort of like get through all of it because I feel like it's my, I don't know. I feel like it's my civic duty to just be as informed as possible with starting every day. And especially the way the news cycle is, is going lately. I feel like if I didn't check it for 24 hours, the world could implode and I wouldn't know about it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, well, it's not wrong. <laughs> exactly. I feel like we need to be on our toes as of late. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's essentially my morning routine from there. Um, I will review the list that I, if I was a good person made the night before of stuff that I need to do today. Uh Um, if it's a more like, you know, typical use type of day, I'm probably making that list in the morning, um, and just kind of figuring out what's happening for for the rest of the day but yeah it's it's challenging to to um sort of balance it all and and keep it managed so the best thing that I can really try to do is um set like sort of like very clear rituals around like what time I get up and and like how I organize my day otherwise um you know not having those boundaries can just kind of make everything fall apart (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. I kind of wanted to also touch back to, you mentioned you're checking social. And do you feel right now, like as an entrepreneur in 2018, well, 19 soon, that it's important to like, I mean, it can get overwhelming upkeeping your own personal social because you're building your own brand. And then it's kind of like your actual company's brand. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's such a tough thing. If I could choose to just like remove myself from social media altogether, I would do it in a heartbeat. But then again, I say that. And if I hadn't been on social, we never would have connected. So That's true. It's, it's such a, yeah, it's, it's such a tough thing. Um, I think that we're in such a world of comparison and needing to achieve something every single day, whether it's, you know, a certain number of followers or likes or whatever. I, I find that really unfortunate and, and almost, <clears throat> it's almost nauseating, you know, the, the way that our lives are now sort of revolving around this like performative charade. Um, so I'm trying to do my best to find healthy ways to bring social media into my life. So I unfollowed a lot of people um, and then I muted everyone else that it would have been awkward if I unfollowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my, my feed now is mostly like 
friends and like art accounts and things like that, that just like actually bring me joy rather than sort of making me feel, um, you know, just, uh, like unhappy with the world. Um, so it's been a lot of just recognizing that there's a lot of power for positivity in social media. Um, but also that you totally have the right to, tailor that down to what you're comfortable seeing on a daily basis. Um, you know, if you follow a bunch of influencers who just like, you know, are kind of making you feel shitty about yourself in your life, then maybe you don't actually have to engage with their content. Mm-hmm. And that seems so simple and obvious, but I think it takes people a while to actually acknowledge that truth um, and really like set the boundaries where they are, you know, comfortable, if that makes sense. It does. So as we speak, I actually, I'm on day two. Like I've deactivated my account. Like you can't even, I know. And I feel so much better. And only, yeah, I actually feel better. I thought I would be like anxious, but like, I feel good. Um, and it was interesting because I went to go get my nails done yesterday and it was like the first time that I was able to just like watch the movie that was on the screen. And I looked to like, (laughs) and everyone's just like scrolling and I'm like, are you like, what? I just got so nauseous for some reason. I was like, yeah all day and some of the content is completely mindless and like it makes us feel really bad about ourselves and I can go on a whole rant but yeah oh I know we're all stuck yeah Um, and I'm just like mm. well it's 2019 and how do you how do you build a brand without something like this like how does someone in like LA or New York or Miami Toronto Vancouver find out about like what I'm doing if I don't have like an online presence but it's like throwback Thursday when we were how old like 13 like I was on Tumblr all day and like I was actually reading blogs like how did I find those blogs I don't know but that doesn't work that way anymore so here we are yeah I mean it's tough I I think it's it's tough because in this era, I think like you said, we've always had different tools of discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really just depends on where we're all subscribed to. So right now for you know the overwhelming majority of people, it's Instagram. That's how we're discovering everything. Um, but I don't think that doing away with like any one social platform, you know, be it Tumblr, Instagram, whatever, is gonna solve for the problem of where people are looking to, to discover new ideas, new concepts, new brands. Um, it's just going to evolve the same way that you used to be on Tumblr. And, and, you know, now you're like trying to, you know, delete your Instagram account so you can have some peace. Um, although I will say that like, there is something really, um, Instagram in particular, because because it puts, compared to Tumblr, I think it just puts a lot more focus on followers and achievement and, you know, needing to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Tumblr felt a little bit more like, hey, well, well like corner of the internet. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, you can see how many reposts, but like no one cared. And there was like not really a way to monetize yeah. on Tumblr. And it was so natural and so pure and it was not competitive. Yeah. It's like great. I mean, I I think that that's already happening even on Instagram, though, as you see, it's a slow build, but we've gone from influencers to micro-influencers to, I just read an article about nano-influencers. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, 
for better or for worse, I mean, it is, I think it is a bit more. And I do believe, or at least hope that, you know, one to two years out from now, people really are not going to give a shit about like your stats. And it's just going to be, I think that it became so, um, yeah, it's just about like, what are you putting out there? Like, do I like it or not? And I, I think, I think it's moving in that direction um, where, you know, now sort of like everyone is empowered to, you know, share their content. And it's not just about like focusing on these like hundred people who are like raking in like millions of dollars off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to become more and more democratized. And I think that the thing um, we'll see, but I think that the best thing that we can all do is just have like super honest conversations about our experiences with it and then try to find the best ways to not necessarily pull away from it entirely, but like make it a positive part of our lives and not something that is removing us from reality altogether. Or yeah, or making us kind of like drown in our phones. I think that's also the yeah. like put your phone away. On top of their essential oils and diffuser, Vitrivia's just launched a new collection called Dynamic Skincare. They developed a super simple three-step system that helps you create a custom face oil for whatever your skin needs right now. I find that my skin can change based on weather, travel, stress, or whatever's going on in my life. So this concept really appealed to me. I've actually created my own face oil formula with Vitrivi that's made up of avocado oil, meadow foam seed, and blueberry seed. I love it because it's totally unique to me. It's like an extension of my current life status and has been a skin savior for me this winter. If you want to create your own formula, Vitruvi has a feature on their website that guides you through the entire process. If you're looking to try anything from Vitruvi, from essential oils, skincare, or their beautiful diffuser, use code LEMONWATER to get 20% off your purchase on Vitruvi.com. Wait, so not to like stay on this topic for the whole thing, but how long are, what's planned for your like Instagram detox? Oh no, I kind of, so my, like, so it's the 13th right now. I kind mm-hmm. of want it gone till the 17th, like whether or not I'll last, I don't know. Well, we're all holding you accountable mm-hmm. now. Yeah, well, thanks. If I see you on Instagram, I'm going to just like comment. <laughs> I'll still be on lemon water though, but, oh, yeah. but it's not on my phone. It's only on my computer. Nice. You know, I mean, I think that's actually the whole problem. Honestly, I agree. It's the phones. Yeah. Um, I recently turned off all of my notifications, oh, so I, I don't get, <laughs> oh my God, not, um, you know, how a panic attack every time my phone buzzes from an email and it's just like something from Staples for like a free inkjet cartridge um, has kind of revolutionized my state of well-being. So if anyone's listening out there and still has notifications on their phone, please turn them off. It will change And also I have do not disturb. So my phone actually doesn't light up. Yeah. 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 That's huge. Except it lights up when my co-star is telling me what my frustrations of the day are. (laughs) Well, that's a very important notification. Yeah, I know it is. And then we recently found out that we're both... Wait, are you a full Capricorn? No. What? Wait, what do you mean full? Like double? Like, what is your actual sun sign? 
Yeah, so I'm a Capricorn sun. Um, and then I always mix up my moon and my rising, but I'm pretty sure my moon is in Sagittarius and my rising sign is Virgo. Oh, that's why I like you double because you're a Virgo and a Cap. I'm a Capricorn, yes. but then it's just like Aquarius and Gemini. So I feel like I have to like self-hate myself a little bit. Yeah, that's an interesting combination. I know. it. Like It's like, yeah, I know. The Gemini, I just really would appreciate if it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. I openly hate on Geminis. I'm sorry. It's really yeah. bad. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they take... They've all accepted it. Yeah, they, they kind of get um, it. Wait, so when's your birthday? January 18th. Oh, my God. So I'm on the class, but I'm almost an Aquarius. Oh, I'm December 27th. Oh, you're coming up. Yeah, I am coming up. I am coming up. A little bit sad and depressing, but whatever. Okay, so why don't we move on to night routines? Like, how do you shut off? Like, if you're waking up at 5.30, what time are you getting into bed? Oh, my God. Sometimes I get into bed at, like, 8 o'clock. That's amazing. I get oh, into it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But, I mean, like... I don't know about you in New York, but like in Toronto, it gets so dark at like 4.30. I know. It's the same. I'm like ready for bed, which is so bad. And I feel like I need to somehow like deal with seasonal depression or whatever that's called somehow because it's real right now, this year especially. I've been taking a lot of vitamin D and um, cod liver oil, which I think also has vitamin D. And I feel like that's been helping because I've been in pretty strong spirits thus far. Um, Definitely check in with me around like mid-January, at which point I may be hiding under my bed and crying. But getting older, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Like right now I'm like in Christmas mode, so it's fine. Um, But my night routine, I mean, so I think we were talking about this earlier before we started recording. Um, I don't take a lot of days off, um, but I do make sure to shut up at like a pretty reasonable time of the day. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes maybe it's like, it's a late night of stuff, but like, honestly, for the most part, by the time like four or five o'clock rolls around, I've been up working since like 6am. I'm done. Um, So the evenings are just like my time to totally unwind and take it easy. Um, so as you know, um, I work and live with, uh, my boyfriend. Oftentimes we're both working from home. So around like four o'clock before it absolutely goes pitch black, <laughs> um, yeah. we will leave our apartment for like the first time that day um, and like go for a walk, like a long walk around the neighborhood, which is really nice just to kind of like, yeah, we're like the elderly couple just like goes on our walks every day. (laughs) Um, so we'll do that. And then, um, then it's just like prepping dinner and like unwinding. I don't have anything. I'm not too ritualistic in the evenings. Um, I feel like if I had a nice bathroom or something, I would take a nice bath, but I live in Brooklyn. So obviously my bathroom sucks. So I, I, literally try to be everyone, I will never take a bath unless I own the property. 
Oh my God. No. <laughs> um, like unless I have purchased a bathtub, my ass is not going on top of <laughs> Well, you know, my other problem is, um, all the New York bathrooms are so small and they've got the tub right next to the toilet, which I find to be so unsanitary. Like, yeah, I I think that there's, there needs to be some space between those items. I mean, it would be nice to have a bigger, a bigger bathroom. Yeah. But those are things that we can wish for and manifest. Exactly. Um, So yeah, my evenings aren't too ritualistic. Honestly, it usually involves eating a delicious meal cooked exclusively by my boyfriend because I can't cook and I don't like to cook and he is incredible. So he'll eat just like a ton of vegetables or like some sort of a a soup or a stew. Um, So we'll eat and then we'll just like watch a ton of Netflix and then I'll decide that I'm going to bed at 8 p.m. Um, and that's pretty much my life. <laughs> so wait, what time does he go to bed at? He goes to bed. I mean, like, he definitely stays up later. Sometimes I just coerce him into getting into bed. Because I'm like, what are you even doing? Like, you're just, like, up alone now. <laughs> um, but usually he'll just, like, stay up later watching TV or, like, working on some sort of, like, freelance design project or or something. But he's a more normal human being. Like, he'll go to bed around, like, 10.30 usually, I think. I mean, normal. Yeah. We yeah. go to bed, like, super early, like, grandmas. So why don't we kind of talk about more, like, how is it working with him? Like, do you find that sometimes it's too much that you're literally – together 247 like how do you find a balance with that for us it's mostly been really good um but I think it overwhelmingly just depends on your relationship when I knew that I wanted to start a company I knew that Issei was going to be involved it was not a question um I would much rather just like a hundred times over be doing it with him than a friend or someone random. Um, it just kind of intrinsically made sense. We work together really, really well. Um, and also once you've lived with someone, you know them so intimately that, um, there's really no room for, um, like any lack of 100% transparency, which is so, so valuable to have in a business partner. So I think it's really good for our business, but I also think it's, it's been really good for our relationship for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's forced us to be 10 times more mature than we had to be previously. So, um, you know, if you're hanging out with your, your significant other and you get into like a little fight, you might decide that you don't want to talk to them for an hour. You're just going to be a little bit pissy for the rest of the day, but you can't do that. When you that operate your business partner. Right now. So you kind of need to get over this now or shit's not getting done. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's truly, um, how it is. So, um, I think it's, I think it's been that I look forward to, I mean, in the future, trying to build out a little bit more, um, separation in our roles. Um, I mean, I think a lot of that would just come from living in like a slightly larger apartment of sorts, like a formal, um, office 
situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, in general, I think it's actually been incredibly good for us. And if you are trying to figure out who you want to partner with on any sort of a project, it doesn't necessarily need to be your significant other and it shouldn't necessarily be that person. It just needs to be whomever you are most comfortable being transparent with. That's my number one recommendation. I mean, I think you guys are doing a pretty good job at it. And I will definitely say it's not for everyone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Type of couple. Um, but you guys are definitely very good. Cause I know he does more of like the creative side to it and you're like yeah. the business person. Yeah. I think that's also a really big piece with any partnership is it needs to be very clearly delineated where each person's responsibilities are and, and where each person has authority. So if it's coming down to like which product we're going to develop next, that's my call. Um, But if it's like what colors are going to go on the packaging, that's like way more on Issei's side. So I think just having those things um, defined is is a really big piece in, in having a happy partnership. It's also just, you guys are really cute. And I feel like I've said that to you before, but you guys are really, really cute. Um, But speaking of like what's next, um, Mm -hmm. I know you guys have a little bit of like product development in the pipeline. So I don't know if you want to mention that, if you want to talk about it, get people excited. Um, So I can't share a whole lot right now. But um, we are really exciting to, excited to be um, expanding into more um, ingestible products, but also some like beauty and like topical SKUs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really thinking about this connection between beauty and wellness and how to build out a product line that really addresses, um, you know, that connection. So um, we will hopefully be having something out for you guys in early 2019. So oh my God, early. That's so soon. <laughs> I know. That's like four months we've got. <laughs> I'm excited. I know. Is it yeah. going to be unisex? Yes. Yes. Everything for sure. Sure. I mean, we're a, a multi-gendered team, so we try to keep everything friendly to everyone. So yeah, we are really, really, really excited about this one. I wish that I could share more and I probably will be able to in like a few more weeks, um, but we are, we're pushing hard. Okay, great. Um, I mean, I will share a promo code. I think that's it. We've covered it all. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to share a promo code with you guys. Um, it's going to be on my social. That's perfect. When I get social back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> when she gets social back, that's when it will be shared. Um, thank you so much, Trinity, because we've been IG friends for quite some time. So shout out Instagram again. It's always Instagram. Yeah. For better or for worse. I know. Do? It is. Okay. Follow Trinity on her personal Instagram and the company's Instagram. What's the company's IG? Is it just gold? No. Yeah, so it's just at gold, G-O-L-D-E. Um, and mine is just my first and middle name. So at Trinity Muzon, um, which I assume you can put in the um, the podcast title or something. So I don't have to spell it. No, you don't. It's okay. 